Moto One Podcast Network. I'm the Glove Glove Duck. I love creative riding motorcycle podcasts, baby. Yeah. You know, after this interview, I sound like a fat, hairy, bearded slob. I think that's kind of a a, a weird statement. Let's go. Is, baby. This podcast is hosted by three sentient beings. One of them's hot, one of them's not, and one of them looks like a bowl of snot. You decide who's who. Hey, in the meantime, the views and opinions of the participants of the Great Riding Motorcycle Podcast are those of the participants and do not reflect the policy, position, or opinions of Creative Riding, the Moto One Podcast Network, or any of its affiliates. Moto One made us say that, by the way. Enjoy the show. Oh my God. You guys, I just got a letter from the president, Moto One. Not only is he pissed off beyond belief, mostly because of the Nokomoto guy, it's not because of me, but I made a huge mistake. This is Social Slam 2.5. Uh, I screwed up. And uh, on our last show, you know, Social Slam, I said, hey, there was three entries. And then immediately afterwards, I got a notice from one of the uh, one of the people that had mailed something in on September 6th and said, hey, did you get my note? And I said, oh. And I looked back at the email, and there it was. Not only had I got it, I had read it and everything and didn't transfer it over to the uh, Social Slam file that we read from. So... I have to give some big, big apologies out to Rob. Rob, the same Rob that I talked about crashing later. Uh, he's sent us some pictures from a beautiful tree on his Tracer 9 that he crashed on. So I'm going to republish this show. I'll probably leave the old stuff in here. And just want to say, hey, meet us if you want to see the gang. Meet us at Joe's Mini Bike Reunion this weekend at La Crescenta. If you're not doing that, go down to the old, what's it called? Uh, Moto Beach Classic that Roland Sands puts on. Great event. I made a new song for Rob. Actually, I'm turning the volume down a little bit because I just realized I probably have it cranked up for my, my other stuff. But God, I made a huge, huge mistake. I cannot believe yes, it. You're in big trouble. Oh, we're not in big trouble, not with the Prez, but with Rob, I feel like we are. So, Rob, I apologize. This is this comes this is uh, Social Slam entry number four. Rob T. sent in sent it in from the uh, greater greater Southern California. If you talk about Super SoCal, this is where he is. Um, yeah, he sent us a letter that says, "Hey, here's my attempt at making it look like I rode my bike to another country." Last Sunday, I met up with some riding buddies at Moto Dafo, and I watched the MotoGP races. Moto Dafo is a motorcycle winery in Temecula, kind of near where um, uh, Bozo Kim. Oh shoot, I need to think of a new name for it. double double ended <laughs> double ended Dawson lives. So it's a total uh, moto motorcycle themed winery uh and so he was up there watching the moto gp races and he says not sure if he saw the crashes at the beginning of the gp but uh, race but they were crazy and i do want to say that this email is from september 6th so i don't know what round was happening in september 6th but yeah uh anyways after the races i stopped by an abandoned buddhist retreat slash compound on my way home and took some pics with their massive statues i realized after i got home and looked at them that it kind of looks like buddha is sitting on my bike it's pretty cool tober 
Why don't you read this part? <clears throat> I think he looks pretty chill on there. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it says. I think it just says ha ha ha. I think you put one too many ha's in there, but we'll forgive you. Anyways, we stopped at Farmhouse 78 in Santa Isabel on the way home for lunch and a recharge after all the riding in the morning. That sounds like a perfect ride. Anyway, it was a great motofield day, perfect weather, and saw lots of my friends and other riders enjoying the day. I rode two up with my girlfriend, and thankfully, she likes the new Tracer. She really liked the Tiger and was sad to see it go. Thanks for the cool theme to Salsa Slam this year, and I'm looking forward to Spooky Spokes. I'm actually thinking if it's another camp out like last time, maybe sleeping in an old abandoned Buddhist compound in the middle of nowhere might be just creepy enough. Ride safe, Rob. And uh, he's also a new patron, brand new patron, so he uh, received a, uh, I think he's a $10 patron, so he received a CD with some crappy music on it and a nice little sketch and a uh, few stickers and uh, got entered into Social Slam anyway without having to submit. But now he's got two entries in there. And yeah, he did send us some really rad pictures of his Tracer. I love this bike. This hit, This has got to be the 22 Tracer. Um, yeah, and then as, as you know, as I mentioned, the next weekend he s- <laughs> sent us a... Uh, actually, he sent us an email. Was it the next weekend? I got it right here. It's It was literally right after, and I think it's because I got so uh, crazy on this one that I, um, you know, I went ahead and, and skipped it. I'm so sorry, Rob, for missing this in the Salsa Slam. But uh, yeah, so his, his next entry came on October 1st, so not even a month later, um, close, close to a month later, and this is when we says I'm listening. Uh, from the hospital as I sit as being a victim of the hit and run on the freeway. We already kind of talked about that, but I do want to say he says, uh, he's got minimal injury. He broke everything in all the right spots, but he, uh, he survived due to his gear. And this is a direct quote from his, his email. I always prioritize high quality gear and this time it all came together and did a great job. I also recently won an electronic helite turtle vest uh, from Moto Jitsu uh, at the bike night that I wrote you guys about. He's always telling us about the bike nights and Moto Jitsu and all the fun stuff that he's doing down there and going to. And thank goodness he went to bike night. You should get out and go to bike night. Maybe you'll win a Helite vest. Maybe when you get ran over by a big rig, you'll tip it over like Rob did. Uh, Anyway, he says it absolutely saved my neck and spine. And uh, we could do an episode on the importance of gear and maybe educate you on what to look for when buying gear. Um, I have virtually no road rash, which is amazing after a freeway crash where I slid and tumbled pretty far. Uh, it says there's a couple spots where my gear finally burned through after the pads shifted, and, and, but he still got very minimal rash. And this, the cause of my crash was a car going from the fast lane and aggressively cutting across traffic to the exit they were about to pass. They were in the number one fast lane and he was in the number three lane. And essentially they made a hard right turn across the freeway, collided with him and pushed him into the other lane toward the exit. Uh, And that's so crazy. So, um, and it says they hit me with the rear passenger door slash tire area. And he got on the brakes pretty hard right before they hit him, but it still wasn't enough to stop. So they swerved right in front of him. It sounds like they knocked his front wheel out from in front of him, but he says his bike went into a tank slapper and then eventually slammed down. And I don't remember the impact. So I guess I blacked out either that, or you were just 
partying so hard on adrenaline, bro. And then it says, before I crashed, I did see the driver continue away on the exit. Yeah, of course. So hit and run. Hit and run. Rob, that's your new nickname. Or I'd call you Road Rash, Rob, but your gear really stood the test. So anyways, I apologize. That is our fourth entry. This was postmarked September 6th, and I just totally forgot to put it in there. So my bad. Tobor, you're shaking your head. I'm actually turning your mic down right now because I already, I already know you like Rob and you have some bad things to say to me. So anyways, I'm going to turn you off. But yeah, so we do have a, an update. So just want to let you know. Also, update for <clears throat> for the guys who uh, I was mailing your packages. Guess what was closed on Monday? for for It said on the door, Columbus Day. The post office. <laughs> God, I'm having the worst luck with our post office. So, And now they won't let me in. So anyways, I just need to do a pulse, a pulse to slam. Uh, and maybe if you have anything about poultry or poltergeist or poultices, you will uh, let us know. But Rob, I made a song just for you, buddy. And I'm going to stick it in here right now. I'm going to stick it up in you because you're in the hospital and you can't do anything about it. So here's my song for Rob for Salsa Slam. And I'm probably going to go ahead and just slap the other stuff behind here. We had we had uh, Bri Viffer coming to us from Cary Forge, North Carolina, from an Indian temple. We had the boys from Noko Moto, uh, the, the Noko brothers, John and... Um, John and Pete coming to us from uh, Mount Ararat, uh, the Estes Park Arc, I think. And then uh, Johnny, Johnny coming to us from all over the world. He traveled the world and back to get to, he sent me the details. Trader Vic's is the tiki bar he went to. And uh, it is the oldest, longest running, I think, tiki bar in North America. I think second only to the one maybe that's uh there might be one on the east coast but anyways and then we have a cool one here in la that's actually like the longest running one in socal too so yeah it's awesome awesome times i'll probably edit all those and just put them in here but right now i'm gonna slap rob your song in here and then uh i'll back the other other stuff into here and you guys get to listen to social slam again and maybe you can write in and decide who you think uh, you deserve to win i will put the pictures up on our facebook page this coming week and oh my god, I just I just apologize. So, anyways, all right, we out. Here's your song.
I'm not really pausing to go get this video. I got it queued up. I'm just waiting for this stupid music to end. I forgot there was a stinger in here. All right, here's what Paul has to say. Old Bry Viffer about Little India. Hey, Junk, it's Paul. I am calling in from Cary Ford, North Carolina. Uh, there's a huge Indian population here. Can sometimes feel like Little India. I'm wearing my authentic Calcutta shirt for the call, and I hope you're doing great, man. Figured I'd get my, uh, uh, my Solstice Slam entry in early. Talk to you later. Awesome. Thank you so much, Paul. And legit, he has his Calcutta shirt on. He spent time in India as a contractor and he knows what it's all about, baby. He, uh, he is an honorary Indian. I actually had made that part up, but you could imagine that he could be, he's got a shirt that looks like he's, uh, living there. So awesome, awesome photo, awesome vid. It's always good to hear from Paul. I really miss Paul. And, uh, Always glad to see that cat sending something in for Salsa Slam. A long, long time ago, he sent in the maintenance records for his uh, 18 VFRs. A lot of people weren't stoked on that, but you know what? It was something. What did you submit, Liza? What did you submit? All right. Now, this year, since there wasn't, there was three uh, Salsa Slam entries. So between them, Junkster made some songs this year, and I usually do for like spooky spokes and stuff like that. But this year, I did uh, made made a little song. So before we get to our next Solstice Slam, I'm gonna dump my crappy ass song in here, and I forget who sings this original. So I'm gonna look it up real quick on the old uh, internet. Uh huh, that's who it is. Casey Chambers and uh, Shane Nicholson. I believe they're from Australia. And if you ever heard of them, they have this awesome song called, I think it's called Rattling Bones. So Junk made a parody of it. And uh, here it is right here. Theirs is 84 times better, so go listen to that. And it's it's a real song. Mine's a parody, so there you go. Anyways, here it is. Uh, Rattling Bolts by Junkie.
Thank you, Junkie, Junkie, and Junkie on vocals with Junkie on rhythm guitar and Junkie on lead guitar and Fake Drummer on drums. Uh, Tobor, was that you? No, Tobor shaking his head. That wasn't you. Fake Drummer on drums. Uh, thank you. Hey, everybody. Now it's time for our second Salsa Slam submission. Salsa Slam submission, the triple S of as S as it can get, because this one is super fantastic. Uh, this one is coming to us from uh, Pete and Jonathan in Estes Park, Colorado. You'll never guess what is the at the top of Estes Park, Estes Park in Colorado. Uh, as you can imagine, Colorado I, is nothing but mountains from what I've seen on the internet. I mean, I've driven through it, and all I remember seeing then was mountains, so I doubt there's anything besides mountains. You better like mountains if you're in Colorado. And what happens on mountains? Well, at one time, they were shorelines for ancient seas. Hey, man, there is like ancient sea around here, man. And uh, and if you're in... Um, shit, where is this? Is it in Turkey? I forget. But uh, I think Mount... Ararat is what they were going for because there's this book called the Bible, I think it is, the the Christian Bible, the Christian Bible of Bibles, the Christian Word. Is it the Old Testament? I'm not sure which one it is. There's there's a book, and I'm not sure if it's old or new, but it's got this humongous ark in it. Noah's Ark, to be a matter of fact. So I believe it is probably the uh, the Old Testament back when people were like throwing their canes down and they turn into snakes and they chop babies in half, all that fun shit. I like the, I like reading the Old Testament alongside the other book, uh, contemporary books of its day. Uh, life was fun back then. But they rode up to Mount Ararat, and I'm going to look where that is. I think that's in Turkey. If it's not in Turkey, it's like Libya, uh, Lebanon, uh, Azerbaijan, Armenia, where the fuck is uh, Mount Ararat? Anyway, that is where Noah's Ark supposedly landed, and I don't know 100% uh, if they... Uh, <laughs> it's rad when I look up Mount Ararat and all this stuff here in uh, Southern California pops up. I want the actual Mount Ararat, you stupid dick. Uh, there it is. Mount Ararat, where are you? You are in a different country. Uh, Turkey. Yeah, so it is in Turkey. It, it was in Turkish too, so I had to translate that real quick on the fly. Um, yeah, so Mount Ararat. So they made this voyage to Turkey. They rode up to SS Park. They took a picture in front of this gigantic building that looks like, like literally like if, there, if a 40-year flood came, it would lift up off the ground and all of it and its crazy uh, biblical merchandise would be washed right out of Colorado, maybe into the Bonneville salt flats, which used to be Lake Bonneville and Enderic Lake in a neighboring state. Yeah. I wonder what if, I wonder how fast Noah's Ark would go on uh, Bonneville salt flats and what class would run in. But, uh, thank you boys for that. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, now 
something else that's super exciting. They also submitted a song. They submitted a poem. I can't just read this. They didn't submit a song. It's this poem called Iron Desert. Where did it go? It's on my phone. They, they didn't get the note. In, in the past, Social Slam was, hey, submit music, submit art, submit poetry, whatever you want to do, um, uh, motorcycle related. So they did a poem. And then I said, you assholes, this year it's go find some place that looks like you're not in your hometown. So their poem's called Iron Desert. And it goes something like this. Old naked, you know what? I can't do this. Let's make a song about it. Tobor, strike it up. Give me the beat. Iron Desert. Disturbing smells coming from the sands. Drinking fire. So hot you have to lick your eyeballs. Pouring lava into highballs. Riding diners off cliffs like waterfalls. Piling higher. podcast network there you go guys i ruined it thank you thank you uh words and inspiration by pete and jonathan bolton and uh yeah guitar and vocals by junkie turdman uh lead guitar by junkie turdman uh drums by tobor the elegant elegant tobor and uh production on that by tobor also thanks tobor uh for (laughs) For doing that right on the fly. That was awesome of you, buddy. Yes, Junkie, that was beautiful. Shut up, Tobor. I'll tell you when it's beautiful. Your AI doesn't know. That was terrible. That was that was fucking awful. But uh but thanks. Anyway. Uh go back to <laughs> get out of here. Go back to your go back to your cell. Uh anyways, uh yeah, so our last submission comes from Johnny and Johnny. Th- uh, congratulations on your new bike, my good man. We're gonna have to get you hooked up if you win Solstice Slam this year. 
we're gonna have to get you hooked up with some steady garage crap. So Johnny sent us actually uh, around the world, and I share you know was looking for some votes for this one uh, to see how people felt. Johnny started out in front of a Chinese temple with one goal in mind. I get a f- got to get a fucking tiki drink down my gullet ASAP. How the hell am I going to get to, uh, where do they sell tiki drinks? Tahiti? I don't know. Where, how am I going to get to Tahiti? I'm all the way on the other side of the world delivering food. <laughs> so he was delivering food in China. The next picture he sends moments later looks like he's out front of some Roman palace or in Italy. Then he sends me from a swampy, I don't even know what this looks like. It looks like he ventured down to uh, New Orleans, let's say, you know, some swampy trees. The very next picture, he gone straight from New Orleans or Skull Island or something like that to freaking, there's, mo- uh, they're not mosques, but they're, they look like uh, Russian, um, God, what are those like minaret things called? Uh, in Russia, they have those temples and they have huge crosses on the top of them and they're not they're eastern looking they're not like western church tower or castle towers but they do look like castles i don't even know what they're called but they're those huge russian uh church domes with the big crosses on them so he's obviously gone to russia or somewhere in uh eastern europe then he visits us from, it looks like Holland, which is in the Netherlands, right? It's a region of the Netherlands because he's in front of a damn uh, windmill and there's no Don Quixote trying to lance it. So he must be in uh, the Netherlands. Then he's then he's back to Russia again in front of this crazy Orthodox-looking church thing. Then he booms right over to freaking what looks like London or somewhere in Europe. And then bam. He's sitting at this Tinky bar. Tinky? Did I say Tinky? I was thinking stinky, stinky drink, but uh, Tinky bar is uh, not the kind of bar you think it is. He's in Tiki. He's at the bar called Tiki Haven in uh, Polynesia, and he's sucking down. Let me look at one of these drinks. He's sucking down a shark bite or a lava flow or a fantasy island or a mango banana colada or an aloha motherfucker. I don't know what he was drinking, but it did look very good. And uh, he made it from China all the way to Tahiti to suck down his drink. (sighs) Amazing. Amazing. Uh, And lastly, that is the show. That's the Solstice Slams.
Except for this is getting really cray. Showing all your friends that you like souls to slam. 